Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. You can find Zap the Gender Pay Gap wherever you listen to your favorite podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and now you can find me on YouTube. On last week's episode, I urge you to face some facts about this elephant in the room. The fact that the gender pay gap affects a woman's financial well-being during her working years, but it's not content to stop there. No, it follows her into retirement at a time when healthcare and other needs cost the most. A woman who earned less during her working years has lower retirement benefits to live on after leaving the workforce. Can you imagine having an elephant trailing behind you everywhere you go? You can't see it with your natural eye, but it manages to weigh you down. At every turn, it weakens and reduces your purchasing power, leaving you holding the short end of the stick. And you're not quite sure how you got there. These are some of the facts. The female-to-male earnings ratio has hovered around 82% for the last 20 years, for far too long. Now, what does that mean? It means that on average, women earn 18% less than men. Said another way, females earn 82% for every $1 men earn. The second fact is that the pay gap varies by gate by age. The data shows that starting out of college, females earn less than males. Fact number three is that the pay gap varies by race and ethnicity, and it is larger for women of color. Fact number four is that the pay gap varies by state, which includes the 50 states and the District of Columbia. And then number five, the gender pay gap varies widely by occupation. As I mentioned on the last episode, and it does bear repeating here, that people respond differently to hearing these facts. They respond in one of three ways. One response is they simply don't believe it. They deny that the gender pay gap even exists. For example, after hearing one of my episodes of my podcast, one person commented that I was flat out wrong, that there was no such thing as the gender pay gap, and that if women earn less, it's because they work less. I will go into more detail about this a little bit later. So one response is they don't believe that the gender pay gap exists. The second response is they debate it. They believe it exists, but they doubt that my numbers are correct. 
And they argue that I should be using a different source or that it's really not 82%, but more like 83 or 84%. Okay, at least they aren't insisting that the gender pay gap doesn't exist. They believe it exists, but they're not sure I have my numbers right. I can accept that. The third response is, the third response is that people are curious. They want to discover more. Although they don't really like what they're hearing, in some ways, the information, it's quite startling, but they are determined to know more, to find out if these facts are true, to find out what they mean, but specifically to find out what it means for them and what can they do. They are willing to do their homework. That's what I urge you to do do some homework. I don't know about you, but I find it easy to do my homework on topics I enjoy and those which stir my curiosity. I am curious by nature and I love to learn new things. So I enjoy doing homework on topics that either interest me or have the potential to significantly impact me. Knowing more about a potential topic enables me to deal with it more successfully. The gender pay gap is one of those topics. For instance, I mentioned that someone essentially said I didn't know what I was talking about, that men work more hours than men and should be paid more. If a person gets paid by the hour, it stands to reason that the person who works more hours should earn more. So I agree with that. But what if the person is not paid by the hour? What if the person is a salary worker whose pay is not based on number of hours worked? That is why I urge you to do your homework. I urge you to find out why some states are passing pay transparency laws. Find out why there's such a buzz about pay equity. Why are some companies beginning to include pay ranges in their job postings? Perhaps your employer is one of them. I dare you to do your homework and find out what you find may surprise you. Speaking of being surprised, let me tell you about a time when I was surprised. It wasn't a pleasant surprise and it happened seemingly by accident, out of the blue. It was when I was in the role of career transition coach. I was working with candidates who had been downsized or laid off or terminated. And my clients worked for firms, both large and small. And often they were long-term employees and now they were faced with finding their next job. Their job had been eliminated and they needed to find their next job. I loved what I did. I loved helping people navigate their way in the midst of uncertain times. I loved helping them update their resume to find out what type of jobs they qualified for. I loved helping them prepare for interviews and then also negotiating pay for the offers they received. I really enjoyed doing the work And I enjoyed the people with whom I was working. I got great feedback when conducting my training workshops and when working with candidates one-on-one 
Uh, my employer loved me and I was usually the first one called for an assignment. I even traveled outside the region and had a great relationship with my clients and my colleagues. I love what I did so much that I didn't really keep abreast of my pay. That is until I received an offer from a competitor. Guess what? They were offering 25% more than I was earning with my current employer doing the same type of work. Yes, you heard that right. It turns out I was earning 75% of what they were offering. It was the same work, the same type of work, but the same type of clients. And probably my travel would have been reduced. I would not have had to travel as much. So with this new information, I had to make some decisions. I could stick my head in the sand. I could ignore the fact that I had received the information about this new position and a potential offer. I could also pick up the phone and find out about the job posting and what it entailed to make sure and confirm that what I was reading was correct. Or I could talk to my supervisor and pursue a raise. Want to know what I did? I opted not to stick my head in the sand. A 25% pay increase was pretty enticing, especially for doing the same type of work without having to increase my travel. I opted to find out more from the competitor about the job posting to determine if the position was truly as described, including confirming that the pay was as stated. Gathering that information helped me determine my next best step. Doing my homework prepared me for exercising my next option. I opted to talk with my boss. From the range of possibilities, I made the choice to ask for a raise. I was a top performer. I was sought after and got along well with my colleagues and my clients. So why not ask? I wanted to know if they were willing to give me a raise. Now, I'm not asking you to ask for a raise, at least not just yet, but I am asking you to do your homework. Research both inside and outside your current employer or organization. Gather relevant information to determine your next best step. It is true that some women in the workplace are not getting equal pay for equal work. Is it possible that you're one of those women? I dare you to do your homework. It's the best way I know for you to be informed about the gender pay gap. Ultimately, I would love to show you how to get out. Please take a listen to previous episodes because in them I state facts, stats, and sources. Now, if you have found this information to be helpful, would you do me a huge favor? Please share it with another woman in the workplace who could benefit from it. Thanks so much for listening and for joining me today. 
I look forward to seeing you next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap, where I will share with you how the situation all turned out after asking for a raise. Oh, and don't forget to search for me on YouTube. Until next time, be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcast. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.